It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We had David Hill on the program last night, assistant coach from the Chiefs. I asked him about, you know, why... Why put out a basically what I considered to be a second string side? And he said, look, we're really at the mercy of New Zealand rugby with this all-black rest and rotation policy. And so I look at this game this weekend and I think, you know, the Hurricanes, I reckon they can tip the Chiefs up. I reckon they came close the first time they played each other. I think they did enough in the first half to possibly have the belief that they can beat the Chiefs. Only now to hear that... This Hurricanes team, because of the same ridiculous all-black policy, you will not have Geordie Barrett available and you will not have Artie Sevier. Yeah, if we don't have you, those two players playing for our win. team. No, we can't win. And I'm, I'm, with, I'm in the same boat as you, mate. I think it's ridiculous. Um, listen, if these guys are tired, let them have a training run off it during the week. But play the games. Well, but, actually, you know? ask them if they're damn well tired. Stop <laughs> telling them they're tired. Yeah. Stop some sports scientist putting up on a damn PowerPoint presentation all this absolute BS. You can't do this. You can't do that. Rubbish. People have climbed to the top of bloody Mount Everest, mate. We just had a guy, Jono uh, Riddler, swim 95 kilometres in the water for 33 damn hours. You're getting paid bloody good money. You're a professional rugby player. The reality is most of you only play 50 to 60 minutes anyhow. Yep, and I think you touched on it before too. Um, prove this is, actually works. I mean, it didn't work last year. The All Blacks struggled last year even with the breaks. Prove that it works because it's certainly not working. So, and I know these guys, they're frustrated. Well, it didn't work in 2019 too. didn't work in 2020. Yep. We can blame all we want on Ian Foster, but Ian Foster, these guys, you know, it goes right back to the Graham Henry days. Have we learnt nothing? We rest and rotated, didn't we, in 2007 and we came undone in the quarterfinals. You know, the best players in the 2011 Rugby World Cup were Jerome Kano and Kevin Mialamu, and both played pretty much the entire Super Rugby season, some of the NPC, and pretty much every minute, every game. Yep. Um, I think, yeah, they're hamstrung by the New Zealand Rugby Union, but I can tell you for a fact, players do not want to be benched. Players do not want to take a break, especially if they're in, in, in sort of building into some good form, you know? Um, we see teams when they when they have a break or they, they they mix up their players, they lose a bit of continuity, they lose a bit of structure. You know, it takes them a while to get back. I, I I'm like one with you, Mark. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. And if we don't have those two players you mentioned for the Hurricanes on um, on Saturday, they're, they're two key components <laughs> but, for a but, Hurricanes but, but team. Why should people turn up to watch the Hurricanes yep. if this is the way they get the fans are going to be disrespected? Show me another competition in the world where this thing works. The NRL, the best players play every damn week, twenty five weeks. You know, yeah. it's a hard gladiatorial game. Yeah, and that's why the NRL support the bloody fans. You know, NZRF, you, all they were worried about is the bloody All Blacks. That's all their concern is. And then it'll step down to the Super Rugby. What about the grassroots? You know, what we've, we've discussed it off here before. The school rugby at the moment, what a joke. You know, basketball is just destroying every, con, every bit there because they've got the right. It's about the fan. It's not about the product. But also, too, you know, they rest and rotate. We still don't win. Then you have the all-black coach coming out and saying, oh, but judge us on the World Cup. So then you're reducing it to once every four years. Yeah. So what have you got left? Exactly, exactly. And, and why aren't people turning up to watch the thing? Yep. All this marketing, all of these marquee players up on billboards, you go, hey, I wouldn't mind going to watch to watch ADCV. I know he's tired. 
Yes. Well, who told him he was tired? Oh, some sports science dude told us he was tired. The same scientist 500 years ago told us the earth was flat. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, obviously we do this and we, I do this because I was a hurricane. I love the hurricanes and I'll still continue to watch the hurricanes, but I find the game being very robotic and it's been, it's been diagnosed into a, to a game that I don't like anymore because of all this. And then, and then when I want to see these good players play, they get rested. So, and I'm just, I'm, I'm one fan. And I know a lot of other people out there have similar feelings to me. Because I don't believe, I believe if you've got, I genuinely believe that if you've got Geordie Barrett, Artie Sevilla, and I think he is the best footballer in the world. I think he proved it last year, why he wasn't nominated for IOB Player of the Year. He was the best player in a, in a losing team, in a forward pack that was bloody awful. He still made his, you know, still made his presence felt. You can't beat the Chiefs this weekend. I'm telling people, if you're out there and you're sports betting, don't even don't think with your don't think with your heart. Think with your head. You cannot beat the Chiefs without Artie Sevilla. Yep, and I think uh, the the interview after with Artie um, last week after the Pacifica game, and I think I mentioned it last week. I said that um, they lost that Drury game because of lack of experience, um, having senior heads out there. You take away two senior heads like Artie Sevilla and um, Geordie Barrett. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're going to struggle. Um, I mean, listen, I'm happy to be proved wrong, but but again, New Zealand public, Hurricane supporters want to see the Artie Sophia's, want to see the Geordie Barrett's on the field all the time. And because someone's telling them that they're tired, yeah, BS. <laughs> yeah, but you know and I know too, I mean, throughout a season, you're going to pick up a niggle and an injury and you're probably going to end up having a week off by default anyway. Yeah. And then the good coaches will look at games and go, oh, look, you know what? We might just give this guy a break anyway, because part of building a culture within the team is giving the wider squad a go, making sure those fringe players that are pushing the starting players and training, you reward them. You know, you know that at some point you might need to lean on them. You can't just have them warming the bench the whole time. So the coaches' common sense will prevail where these guys will actually get a break by default or through just good coach planning. But why should? But why should? Um, the Hurricanes coaches and our Super Rugby coaches have their reputations tarnished to somehow enhance the reputation of our All Black coaches. Well, they, they shouldn't. It should. They, they're, they're there for a reason. They're the coach. They're the coaching management team. They should make the decisions. And like you say, um, it p- possibly could during the year by default. You know, they might be tied or they might pick up a little niggle. But it's three a- games out before, and the, the, the table of the top four, so close. Okay, but look at this. We potentially, to win this World Cup, might have to play the three games in the space of 15 days. Our guys aren't going to be able to do it because they haven't had to do it. Even last year, when the end of the year tour with the All Blacks, here was a chance, I think, to play. Who did we play? We played England, Scotland and Wales. And what we did is we put different All Black teams out against every one of those sides. That was your perfect dress rehearsal to take 23 guys and say, this is what's going to happen at the World Cup. Let's have a dress rehearsal. Show your damn body in training what happens on race day, i.e. use those tests to basically have a dress rehearsal for the World Cup. So we get to three games in 15 days. But but hang on a minute. We're normally tired. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and you're right. It comes down to the sports science person saying this is this is what needs to happen because this is going to get the best results. I don't believe that. I don't believe that sports science has ever played a game of rugby in his life. Um, I just I don't believe it. And you're right. Practice. You as, do not you win know, rugby games in the vacuum of a sports lab. No, nah, exactly right. And that's yeah. Um, and you're right. They should have done that. They should have done that 
overseas um, and done those three games in the 15 15 days because that would be the perfect scenario to ride, run into a, um, a Rugby World Cup, which is clearly the most important thing on the New Zealand Rugby Union agenda. Yes, it's great to win the well, World Cup. but if, I mean, if we don't win it, what have we got left? Exactly. Well, we wait another four years and make another four years of sacrifices. If they do that, rugby... What, rugby well, what is, is yeah, gone, yeah. mate. Yeah, it's, it'll die. It'll die, in, especially in the, in the schools, in the, in the lower level, even club rugby, the junior clubs, very minimal this year.